0: Welcome back to Conservative Conversations. I'm your host, Reed. And I'm Frank. And today, we're going to be talking all about the student loan forgiveness program. Uh, This will probably be a little bit of a short episode, but uh, it'll be pretty informative, hopefully. So let's get right into it. And our most recent update is the payments uh, have been, well, the pause on payments has been extended. Right until, I believe, sometime in June 2023, which coincides with the recent update that in February, the Supreme Court is going to hear oral arguments on uh, cases related to the uh, student loan debt forgiveness program. And during uh, the time between now and when they make a decision, uh, in June, the program has been paused. Uh, the government's not able to process any new applications or, or accept any new applications and process any current applications uh, until a decision has been made. And uh, I believe that is the most current update we have so far. And uh, we pretty much have predicted so far that we policy the supreme
1: court take this case up right it was just a matter of time really right um but yeah i think it's definitely going to be a super interesting case um i think there's going to be a little bit of nuance to it but i don't know how much it's really going to matter and i think you might agree with me here because i think in a way and with this supreme court that we have it's probably going to be another big win for you know individual freedom and i think that the head of some department, like the Department of Education, I don't think can just like spend all this money, like without congressional approval, and you know, just like with the swipe of a pen, uh-huh. just be able to to act in this way. Right. Uh, so, uh, I think it's probably gonna get smacked down. Um, yeah. But I also find it kind of interesting. Um, some of the points that I wanted to make will probably be brought up and be addressed in the case. Um, So, you know, I can't wait to watch it and hear the arguments. But um, I'm also just kind of interested, um, you know, because as I've said before, I'm one of the people who has already submitted an application that's pending. Um, So just to kind of play devil's advocate, I'm kind of curious about doing so. And playing out some of the implications, you know, of some of the promises that the government's made. And so, like, when I was thinking about this question, um, I even just sort of wondered in my notes um, how many applications have been approved. Like, has anybody been told? Has anybody been notified that their application was approved? Well, I looked it up. And yes, the government shouldn't have done this and the link for this will be, you know, in the show notes, of course, but the government errantly sent 16 million people a letter, say, you know, essentially an email or whatever the case may be, but they told them that they're, they were approved for this program or whatever. But then subsequently, another 9 million people were told in specific language that they would receive loan forgiveness. That it, you know some sort of monetary something would be applied. Right. <clears throat>
0: uh, I actually have uh, from an MSN article, because uh, I tried to look up a good article that had a timeline of each of these cases and stuff, uh-huh. and I didn't really find one, but this MSN article had somewhat of a timeline, and one of the things it pointed out was On October 27th, I believe is what it said, uh, Joe Biden told a reporter that he expected checks to go out sometime in early November.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, they've made a lot of false promises. Okay. and uh, so it's sort of interesting. I mean, I'm not a case. I don't know if there would be one. But if somebody was foolish enough to, you know, really take this as money in the bank and let's say that they did something they shouldn't have or something like that. And maybe they've put themselves in some kind of jeopardy now because they thought they would receive some kind of $20,000 relief that they didn't get or whatever. I mean, this is a big psych out, you know, Mm -hmm. that the government's doing here. So it just makes me wonder, I mean, if the case gets thrown out, like I probably think it probably will. Um, But I just wonder if these people who've received such notices, you know, I'm not one of them. I've never received any wrongful email stating I've got $20,000 in the bank or anything but somebody might have apparently at least $9 million were told in some kind of specific language that they would be receiving a you know forgiveness of this loan or whatever so I just wonder about if they'd have standing or damages in a way that they could pursue You know, so I just wonder if this could just go back to court again in the future do you see what I'm saying? I yeah, mean, I it feel definitely like,
0: seems like it could.
1: I mean, it does seem like, and I just want to see if that'll be addressed in this case. That's what I think is interesting. If if somebody would argue this now that, you know, uh, I mean, what if somebody's like, I bought a $20,000 car because, you know, right. <laughs> I wouldn't have done that. But I had, I got this letter, you know, right. <laughs> um, So, anyway, one of of the biggest objections also that I've heard um, that the, you know, whoever's litigating this is arguing is that the government was supposed to have this period sort of for, like, public commentary Mm -hmm. where they could kind of—the public could come forward and and give their take and sort of, um, you know, air their grievances against this— Whatever this law or change in law or whatever that was going to be enacted, and that didn't happen here, right? Well, I also just kind of wonder about that, just to sort of play devil's advocate one more time. But it just makes me wonder: I mean, the government does whatever they want to do all the time. Mm -hmm. Are there not other cases where this, such a hearing, such a procedure? was it observed. It was just totally circumvented and skirted and uh, ignored. They just threw caution to the wind, and, and they still did it anyway. I um, mean, wouldn't
0: be surprised because they're one of the reasons. One of the things they're citing for not having to do this is this Heroes Act or whatever. Right. That, that this whole thing's based on. On this. Yeah. yeah this 2003 it being part of law.
1: The pandemic. So that's interesting. I think that'll be super interesting to see because, I mean, I couldn't think of any other examples, but I'm just sure there are some, I mean, like the first, the only sort of example I can think of is like the Affordable Care Act, Uh but that's totally different because, you know, that was an act of Congress, you know, and not just like some governmental change in in their structure or whatever, you know, like the EPA or, or something like that. Right. But, so anyway, I just think there's some interesting sort of elements to this, and I'm interested to see how they'll play out. I I definitely want to hear all the justices' take on it, you know?
0: Yeah, I think uh, it will be a pretty interesting case to watch, because, like you pointed out, some people have essentially been told money's on the way to them, but it's it's not coming, and they may have planned accordingly, whether they... Uh, might have been wise to you or not. I uh, somebody might have. Yeah, you
1: know. And what about them? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: So it'll be it'll be uh interesting to hear what all kind of arguments are made. <laughs> after yeah. Oral arguments. Well, and
1: how they rule on it too. Right. I think. Yeah. I really like the justices we have now. You know, some of them. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I think it'll be interesting to see how they how they do it
0: right um so in february is when the oral arguments are supposed to be and then a long wait until june for a decision but luckily uh the the uh, payment requirements have been paused for any of those that might apply to um so hopefully uh we'll hear some good news one way or the other uh was good for some or not good for uh, others?
1: Well, it doesn't matter. Maybe <laughs> a wop wop for somebody. Right, or, yeah.
0: Somebody's going to get
1: the short end of the stick. Yep. Which, well, probably all these people who believed the president. Right. Yeah. It'll just show one more way that he's a, a big old liar. Right. And uh,
0: he makes all these promises and then blames other people when they don't.
1: But I don't know. what. See, through. what if. Okay, wait, I've just thought of this, but what if you could say, I mean, he talked about it on the campaign trail, but what if they try to argue that, you know, him making all those promises on the campaign trail, that was the public hearing, period. (laughs) The public comment, the public feedback. Well,
0: I can definitely see them. I mean, I don't think that's something they would actually do, but it wouldn't put it back. I wouldn't put it past
1: him. Well, and in a way, see, here's how I come to that: is it's he's just trying to fulfill a campaign promise. It's not like yeah. they've put forth any legislation. There's nothing mm-hmm. backing this other than him running his big old damn mouth, right? And that's you know that's the whole thing I was saying is he's going to look like such a liar, and so why not? Why don't they just argue? Whatever he, he did, he did say all this. Yeah. There was plenty of public pushback. They
0: voted for him, don't you see? That's right. <laughs> I that's all of the, the bill. <laughs> that's all the public hearing you need. Public comment.
1: That's right.
0: The man most won. votes in history. Right. And the people have spoken at the midterms. They say.
1: That's right.
0: Affirming his uh, agenda. So yeah, uh, that's definitely an argument I could see them making, although I don't think they actually will. I'm
1: just grasping at tra- straws, sure. trying to see how they'll how they'll argue this, right? But. Yeah, it will definitely
0: be one case to watch for sure, and uh, we'll bring it here to you, folks, when when it happens sometime in February. That's right. Uh, we'll keep an eye out for it, and when the oral oral arguments, that can be tough to say. Oral arguments. <laughs> yeah, when they are heard and argued, uh, we'll let you know. We'll be there. <laughs> That's right. And if you want to hear any specifics on the student loan program, we'll be glad to try to get some info for you. Just be sure to tweet at us at Contempt Conserve, or you can email us, You can find those email addresses in the show notes. You can also uh, visit our website and leave a comment on the post for this episode, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this fine podcast.
1: And as always, thanks for listening.